Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby. We are now joined by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing very well. Fantastic. So very exciting meeting. We'll get to uh, we'll get to it. Absolutely. Uh, committee of the whole. There wasn't anything on that. No, right? It was just a, a five minutes of the committee of the whole. Really, two three minutes of discussion. Councilperson Dawson did bring up where you are currently widening Cox Road. It was slated to be. Uh, just two travel lanes in each direction, bike lanes on each side, and then right. from Longleaf to Wire Road is also going to have a what we call a multi-use path, which is an extra wide sidewalk that accommodates bicycles and pedestrians. And he is requesting a discussion at the next committee of the whole as to whether or not the bike lanes should be removed. They haven't been striped yet, and a a multi-directional turn lane. Some people use the term suicide lane, and that is not a term an engineer would use, but a multi-directional turn lane be striped all the way down, in essence, a third lane in the middle, uh, which helps everybody in and out of driveways and other things. So that's that's what came up there, and they'll discuss that in two weeks. Yeah, I used to live over there when I was in school, and like that, something needed to happen there. So that is, that is great news for that part of town. Absolutely. All right, so moving into uh, the city council meeting, got started at at 7 o'clock last night. Take us through that, if you would. We had, we had one major item going on that dominated most of the agenda last night, but before we got to that, we had a, a few other key things. We had an alcohol beverage license for a new business uh, at 234 West Magnolia. It's an off-premise sales of beer and wine, and they're at the base of the Legends Building adjacent to McDonald's. We had concurrence with an industrial development board action. The industrial development board has been acquiring property in and around Auburn Technology Park West for many years. This is part of a long-range plan, and they acquired an additional six and a half acres for that is adjacent to 50 acres they already own. A, a, a resident had approached them and said they're ready, ready to move elsewhere, and would the board be interested? And we've had a long-term strong relationship with this adjacent resident, so that was moving forward that item, and then. Something of interest, we had a contract with LBYD Engineers. As everyone knows, a Publix is going on Gay Street in downtown Auburn. Right. They will make many improvements to Gay Street from a sidewalk perspective, much wider sidewalks, a, a better crosswalk going toward the Methodist Church from that development. And it really they have a sidewalk that will connect across their development all the way through to College Street. There's a lot of good going on with that project. But we have two ends near Hamilton's at Magnolia and the Presbyterian Church at Thatch that we're going to remain as is. So this is a contract for the city to step forward, get those items designed, and then we'll work with Publix to have their contractor. We'll pay for it, build improvements, so the entire block from Thatch to Magnolia will be improved. What else was discussed last night outside of Bucky's related you know, things? I know people sometimes don't get excited about our contractual items, but we did have, uh, in storms of two weeks ago, we we had our fire station number three on Ogletree Road. It was struck by lightning, and right. so we had some of our emergency response system in there. Got a controller board got zapped, so we had to replace that. And then um, some necessary purchases: a columbarium for Pine Hill Cemetery, so that we have some more columbarium space. And then just a few easements that are pretty routine cool. matters. All right, we'll talk about Bucky's uh, next right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach and Lindsay joined by Auburn City Manager Megan Krause discussing last night's city council meeting for the city of Auburn. You can hear every Auburn City Council meeting live right here on News Talk WANI. And let's talk about the big ticket item that, that dominated last night's meeting. It's dominated uh, pretty much every local news outlet for the last few weeks. But Bucky's, 
coming to the city of Auburn. Absolutely. I can finally discuss it with you. Since yes. Lucky, since we, on Monday, a little over a week ago, announced in the newspaper an illegal ad that there was an economic development agreement pending with Bucky's, and then Friday when the council agenda came out, there was a lot more information about it. Uh, there have been some actions that were on the Planning Commission agenda that were under the name Hubert Boatwright, which is a current property owner out there, Harry and Allison Painter, as well as Gonzales and Strength Associates, um, and so on. There's a number of annexations, rezonings, and conditional uses. Um, uh, really, Bucky's hid their name a little bit, but if I had a lot of people call me out on the fact that they called it Reveille's Outpost, which is the Texas A&M mascot, and therefore... <laughs> Uh, one of the one of the founders of Bucky's, his name is Beaver, and honestly, and Beaver is a huge Texas A&M fan and graduate thereof. Sure. So those items actually, and I think some people were a little confused last night, were all postponed. The council did not act on them at the request of the applicant, which was Bucky's. The reason being is in a deal structure like this, Bucky's actually needs to close on the real estate. So they have pending real estate contracts, and they needed to know that they had some form of a agreement among the council that they had an economic development deal. They need to turn around and close on the property in the next two weeks, and then the zoning actions will take place. Contractually, they could not zone, annex, zone, or do anything else with the property unless they purchased it. So that is why the hold um, on, on all of those actions, they'll be back at the June 1st meeting, is in this two-week interim period, they're going to close on the property. So go through how big of a deal this is for the community, having a company as big as Bucky's uh, in the city. Well, it's a really bright day when, when you have an investor come and say, we're going to invest $45 million in your city, and we're going to invest it. Actually, we're going to annex it in. One, one of the key things about Bucky's is they actually could have sat in Lee County on the exit 50 interchange because that parcel is not in the city limits as of yet. Uh, the agreement compels them to come in um, in order to get an economic development agreement with the city. But when somebody comes and says, we like the city of Auburn, we're going to annex, we're, we space our stores about 100 miles apart. If you look at their Warner Robins location, Warner, Warner Robins, Georgia, as well as Leeds, we're right at 100 miles from both of those locations. They do a radius study. They basically tell you from Atlanta to Montgomery, you're the location on Interstate 85 for what we do. If you look at their history, they don't get stores close together. But I think even more exciting than that, when we delved into the numbers of, of sales taxes, fuel taxes, property taxes, occupational license fees that they generate in the agreement, we were very clear for not just Auburn, but for Lee County in general, not what's going to the state of Alabama, just what's going to be here locally in taxes generated, it's 2 to $2.6 million annually that of revenue that nobody here is currently capturing. These are travelers on the interstate that live more than 20 miles away. That's a big deal. And then as far as the impact on jobs, I mean, they're going to hire a bunch of folks. 175 jobs minimum, as Stan Beer, their director of real estate, told the council last night. And I think one of the best things that Stan had to say last night is he stood up, the council had yet to vote on a development agreement and said, we're coming. And one of the challenging things in economic development, a deal is not a deal until not only is, is the ink dry on an agreement until someone starts construction, uh, Stan Beard also made it very clear 
back to the Texas A&M story, the Texas A&M will be in Auburn in November of 2022, and that is when we will have a big celebration about the opening of Bucky's should coincide around that time. Cool. Uh, I want everybody to know this is a massive development site. It's 17 acres just for Bucky's. It's a 53,000 square foot store with 120 fueling stations. He also mentioned there'll be electric charging stations last night, which is a big deal for travelers coming through, and we can pull more off the interstate. But uh, it takes a year to build one of these. Yeah, I was about to ask what the what the timeline for this is. Yeah, it, it takes about a year. Uh, that will be up to Bucky's when they actually get started and, and how they do those things. But they have been working with our staff for months on their civil engineering plans, architectural plans, what have you. It's a big deal. I mean, and, and I've never been to one, but – the energy has been contagious oh, yeah. about this thing. Oh, yeah. It's definitely worth it. And I'm really excited to just knowing that one of the founders is so big into Texas A&M about if we can get it done in time for that game, there's a possibility we can get one of the you know the founders of Bucky's in town for the grand opening. Well, he will. Beaver is, is a great man. I had the privilege of meeting him at the Leeds grand opening. So one of the things that we did in this project is – we were succinctly invited to the Leeds grand opening. I certainly didn't want to steal any thunder from Leeds, but I had a team of staff members there. We were walking the site, seeing all the things that they do. Bucky's meticulously maintains their property. It's all concrete. There's not litter blowing around. Their bathrooms, they're Disney World style with their bathrooms. And what I mean is they pay their employees in the bathrooms the most. They're uh, sparkling clean. Everybody gets their own stall with almost a floor-to-ceiling door, but floor-to-ceiling walls. Um, and they want you 24 hours a day to feel comfortable to stop at one of their locations. They have security in the parking lot and do what you need to do and take a rest from the interstate. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's amazing to think about just, you know, the amount of folks that are going to stop now in the city. Because, uh, I mean, I, I've never driven on a path that, that has a Bucky's on it, but people that are driving through I-85, they will stop there. Yeah, and I know we've had a few people talk about traffic related to it. The exit 50 interchange is ready to go. Bucky's will be adding some traffic signals on the northbound side, so coming from Montgomery headed toward Atlanta and one right at Bucky's and, and Corporate Parkway. But what's interesting about this one, a number of people have visited the Loxley store. Some people call it Robertsdale, but the one on the way to the beach. Mm-hmm. And I keep reminding everyone that's a very different traffic situation. That's on the Baldwin Beach Express, which – People going to Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, and Perdido, et cetera, often they have to drive that way whether they're going to Bucky's or not. So that traffic volume is very different than what we're talking about here. Sure. And something interesting I've seen, you know, some of the people, you know, they get mad when other people get excited about something. Like, oh, it's just a truck stop. But it's not a truck stop. They don't allow trucks on their properties, right? Correct. The only trucks allowed in are those that deliver fuel or other direct supplies to the store. And I think what's interesting about this is this is a 53,000-square-foot general merchandise store also. Yeah. You know, they sell Costa sunglasses. They sell (laughs) Columbia sportswear, swimsuits, flip-flops, lodge cookware, you name it. You know, they barbecues, all kinds of stuff, fire pits. It's like the market from a Cracker Barrel, but giant with a great restaurant, Disney World bathrooms, and a ton of gas pumps. Yeah. And you can't forget a beef jerky bar. Yeah, beef jerky I, I've heard man. great things about beef jerkies. They serve like 30 flavors of ices. Like, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. Absolutely. Yeah. Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager, joining us this morning. Final segment of this hour of Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach and Lindsay 
joined by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch. All right, we talked about Bucky's. That was fun. People are excited in jazz. Can't wait for it to open. Yep. Um, th- there were other things, though, last night. Right, that we and need you'll to get see through. also the remaining, there's six planning and zoning items that involve Bucky's. You'll see those back at the June 1st meeting as they were postponed. Okay. We had a rezoning request on, it's at basically Harper Avenue and Summerhill uh, for some duplexes that are in desperate need of renovation, but the owner could not do the due to some city regulations, improve those duplexes without a rezoning. So that, after much discussion, got improved and are approved, and there will be some changes and other studies in the area because there's other properties impacted. A major initiative last night also passed through the city council, which was some zoning ordinance changes that encourage and, and require better design on buildings in the downtown area and the higher density areas around campus. In the state of Alabama, we're severely limited as what as to what we can require architecturally. Uh, we, we can, in a framework, dictate certain things, but we can't go too far. So after several years of work by the Downtown Design Review Committee that was charged with doing this by the city council, that involves a citizen that is a citizen just interested as well as two citizens who are architects and and longtime faculty members at the College of Architecture, Design, and Construction. We moved through this process. So last night the council adopted some more stringent regulations that require a lot more variations in buildings, not such long facades. And, and while it can be confusing for the public to understand, what you need to know is this will generate more attractive buildings out of the gate and something the city can require instead of asking for. Okay. And then other than that, uh, we... It, that left, that's it. it, left Bucky's, and we have a few key events coming up. We've got Memorial Day. We are still normally doing the Mayor's Memorial Day breakfast, but we're not doing that this year due to COVID, but there will be a small ceremony out at the Veterans Monument, and okay. you know, I encourage you to attend. It's outdoors, and we do have a rain contingency, but we'll hope it's a beautiful day. Sure, absolutely. Another thing's happening, uh, you know, Auburn, Auburn High is participating in the state championship in baseball. We'll have that coverage at 4 today on uh, 96.3 WE. And then uh, graduations this week, right? Right. Graduations are this week. I want to remind the public that Thursday night, tomorrow night, yeah. Auburn High School will be shooting off fireworks from Duck Sanford. It's like 9 o'clock tomorrow night? Yeah, after graduation at 9 p.m. And so we're trying to, to push that out on social media, but this is a request and this is important. Don't, they don't call a noise complaint. Folks. Yeah. They don't normally graduate out of the stadium, but again, due to COVID protocols. And so we ask for grace and patience of everybody why they celebrate graduation from a tough year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I didn't realize that they had never had a graduation at the duck before. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. But it makes sense. And then hey, at the arena. Maybe those fireworks are also celebrating a, a state championship too. I hope so. At the same time. I hope so. That'd be great. And then um, not a City of Auburn event, but this afternoon, the Auburn Chamber Annual Meeting, uh, Mm -hmm. 4 o'clock at the Hotel and Conference Center. Very excited to see you there, Megan. I know it'll be most of our local elected officials will be there. So very exciting to have that tonight, just to hear from the chambers about what they've done in the city of Auburn the last year. Yeah. And Mary Anders will also do a brief update, you know, with a business lens and also have a lot to say about Auburn 2040 and things going on in the community. And, um, I, you know, I think we also have to stop and smell the roses sometimes. And today is also a celebration of all that is Auburn and Auburn business and how resilient everyone has been. Yeah. 
Resilient is is a great word to use, and I'm sure that'll be brought up a lot at the at the meeting today. Because mm-hmm. boy, it, it's, it was really cool this past year to see how businesses adapted to everything. So absolutely, and yep. we're very grateful from the city's lens as well. Awesome, Megan. Thank you so much for your time as always. Really, really, really appreciate it. We'll talk again in a, in a few weeks. Sounds great. That is Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager, joining us today. Lindsay, good show, my friend. Good show. Let's start again tomorrow. I think we should. I think we should. Let's do it. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone. And for now, get back to work.